You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey, eh? Oh, God bless football, Billy and Sue. <laughs> Thanks for remembering me. <laughs> what a great reaction by you. Because I was convinced he was totally going to go right back. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knew until he said it. Yeah. I don't think I he was, knew I what was, he was going to do until he said it. I was looking at you in the monitor and... Trying to figure out how do we go with this. <laughs> the rare midweek episode of God Bless Football, Billy, because we're inching closer to the Super Bowl. We're getting a lot of guests on both this week and next week. Mm-hmm. And so this week, tell the audience what it is we're doing on God Bless Football to help them get ready for the big game. Well, okay. So as you guys know, the Super Bowl is a week and a half away now, right? Yeah. So we, you know, things are starting to ramp up and there's, you know, as teams are going further, we're getting to know the celebrity fans of some of these teams. Not to say that these fans are just, you know, starting to root for these teams at the last minute, thinking they're going to get to the Super Bowl. But we have these people that are now available to us because everybody wants to talk football because their teams are going to make it to the Super Bowl. So last week we locked in two great fans in the hopes of talking to them as their team had just made it to the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, both of their teams lost. So we're going to be talking to Duff <laughs> Goldman right. about his team, the Ravens. So we have losers on. We have Well, not losers. They're uh, wait, winners. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I should, say that. That. I should yeah. say that. They're not losers. There's teams lost. Right. Okay. Yeah, we right. thought we were in really good position to have at least one celebrity whose team was going to be playing in the Super Bowl, if not two. <laughs> and then the Lions and the Ravens both lost. And we have already, we had booked... Duff Goldman and we had booked Flavor Flav, and we were very excited to talk to them about their teams. And to their credit, they still came on, even though their teams lost, which yes. is which is great. And yes. by the way, I think we love both of them. We do. Well, I know yes. we love both. Of we them. do. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flav more though. I'm just saying. It. Really? I mean, I do. Yes. Oh. yes. Long Island guy. I grew up listening to his music. I mean, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's fantastic. You love Duff though. I know you. <laughs> I like them both. I like Duff. I look. I I'm not gonna tell you. Learned something about Flavor Flav today. Didn't know. Right. And his name makes more sense than it did before. <laughs> well, that's a good tease. Who are we going to first here? By the way. So again, just so we're clear, audience. Okay. We are getting you ready for the Super Bowl with two guys, two celebrities. 
uh, from teams that lost this past weekend. Their teams are not playing in the Super Bowl, but we are getting you ready for the Super Bowl with Duff the Baker, Duff Goldman, and Flavor Flav. Yeah, correct. That's how we do it here on God Bless Football. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong. Okay. And if anything, we're get, they will know the ins and the outs of the teams that just beat them that are going to the Super Bowl. So these will be experts. They yes. saw it firsthand. Yes. Uh, did I suggest that there was something wrong with that? I, it might be the best episode we've ever done. Some <laughs> minor implication. All right. Who are we going to first here, Billy? Who do you want to go to first? I would like Your to, choice. I would like to uh, I would like to make them stick around for Flavor Flav and oh. start with Duff Goldman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you say that as though they're not going to love this Duff. No, they're going to love no. Duff Goldman. I am telling you, people, you're going to love. You're going to love Duff Goldman. Can I tell the audience yes. what's happening here? Can I tell them, please? There's a recency bias because yesterday is when we recorded with Duff, you're and, right. and we love Duff, and we was glowing with Duff. Stu God's is like, mm-hmm. we need to do a lot more with I Duff. Duff. You're going to hear all of the mm-hmm. things that he starts pitching Duff, and all yeah. the things that he wants Duff to do with us good and ideas. for us. Yeah, good ideas. Ideas. Yeah, yes. he has. Yeah, he has ideas for Duff. Right. And then uh, we just wrapped right now with Flavor Flav. We did, and it went great. He got yes. us hyped. Yeah, yes, so yes. Stugatz now is like Recency very high bias. on Flavor right. Flav. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, you want to go Flav first, Duff second? I no, mean... no, we can go Duff. I'm just saying don't undersell Duff because you loved him yesterday. If I told you before we got started, Mikey A, that Duff Goldman and Flavor Flav would have not one but two things in common. Two things. You would have told me what? Do you know the two things? <laughs> You can't say them no. because then people are not going to listen. Your brain is fried because we've been talking too much in the microphones. But they have two things in common. Uh, find out what they are. But first, let's go to Duff Goldman. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years, we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Stugatz here for my friends over at DraftKings. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boost, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you are new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. I love bonus bets. Who doesn't? The conference semifinals have some great matchups. You have the Knicks and Pacers in the East. You have the Nuggets and T-Wolves in the West. Oh, it is just getting good. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
doing this stuff. Mm, I can't believe I am. <laughs> why? Why is that? Tell I me why. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I woke up this morning and I was like looking at my calendar. I was like, what do I got all the? What do I got to do today? And I was like, oh, a football podcast. Awesome. <laughs> You're that distraught from the Ravens losing in the AFC Championship game? (laughs) I mean, hosting the AFC Champion at home. We've been beating all these teams by double digits, man. It was just like, you know, of course we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And we're not. Were you at the game? (laughs) I was not at the game. No, I was going to be. And I was was doing all this traveling. I, like, I had to be home. And, oh, God, it's just, oh. Sucks. Sucks. Is is this the most the Ravens have ever disappointed you? Because I was trying to think back to like the Ravens history, and it's not very long, and I can't remember them ever being disappointed. Do you remember? Uh, I forget what year it was, but when Billy Cundiff, our kicker, like whiffed a field goal that would have sent us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I do remember that. Yes, I also remember the Lee Evans drop. But keep going. Oh, Lee Evans, too. I mean, this is another guy. Like, you know, like he was a great player most of the time. Right. You know? Uh, Duff, you realize you're talking to two Jet fans here, okay? Like, you've yeah. had a hell of a run. Give me your oh, run, yeah. Duff, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, with Jet fans, like, you guys are, you, you know, aim low and you're never disappointed, right? Like, you, yes. You know, yeah. when, no, the, when the Jets are stinking up the joint, you're not like, oh, what happened? You know? You it's know, the hope that kills you. It's the hope that kills you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, how how did you become such a big Ravens fan? So I grew up in Massachusetts, and uh, I was a Patriots fan, and then I went to undergrad uh, in Baltimore to UMBC. And uh, that's when the Ravens, like, became a football team. And so uh, I was like, I like these guys. Got swagger. They're funny. They're playing on an old baseball field. Like, it's great. This is great. I love these guys. So I switched and became a Ravens fan, and I've Oof. been bleeding purple ever since. You picked a terrible time to switch, Doug. You picked the wrong the time. The worst yeah. time, yes. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I was like, it, like you know, the, like seeing the whole dynasty was actually fun being a Ravens fan and – constantly running into Tom Brady and the Patriots, right? There was just this, like, like, ah, uh, you know, curse you, Tom, a pox on you, you know, like just <laughs> this constant, like, you know, getting our asses cut. Tell you a funny story, a cool story. One time, uh, not to name drop, but I was at uh, Lucasfilm in Marin County, you know, like where they make Star Wars. Sure. And we were making a cake for uh, a big party they were having there. And we were there for a few days. And so one of the days was, again, I forget what year, several years ago. And uh, Ravens were in the playoffs. And so one of the days was a playoff game. And I was like, uh, I said to the guys, like, hey, uh, the people that ran the facility, like, do you, could you, like, wheel a TV into here while we're working on this cake so we can watch the game? But, yeah, we'll figure something out. So Sunday rolls around, no TV. And I'm like, hey, you guys, we wanted to watch the game. And they are like, Oh, yeah, we couldn't figure out how to get a TV into this conference room. And I was like, you made Star Wars. You don't know how to put a a TV in a ballroom? Right? The guy kind of winks at me, and he's just like, here, why don't you come with me? And we go down the hall, like, you know, kind of through the facility a little bit. 
and he lets us into George Lucas's personal theater with the game teed up, ready to go, popcorn, and a remote control. And we got to, you know, watch the game, and we got to watch the Ravens beat the Patriots in the playoffs and uh, from George Lucas's theater. It was amazing. That's really epic. cool. That's wow. really cool. It was cool. epic. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> uh, do you have more stories like that? I hope you do. You can check out Dolph, uh, Mentor, the next great baker um, with Kids Baking Championship coming up on the Food Network. Uh, do you have other great celebrity stories like that? Um, I mean, I'm sure, but I can't, like, I got to be reminded of them, you know? <laughs> Can I ask you an unrelated question, Duff? Is that a double a double bass behind you? What is that giant violin that you have there? It is it is a giant violin, also known as an upright bass. Okay. And then here's and then there's this is my this is my new one. This is a '69 P bass that I've wanted my entire life, and I finally got one, and I love it. Yeah, it's really nice. And yeah, is this that is a, kind of the uh, this is the jam room. And is there a bass hanging behind you because you love different variations of basses, or why is there a giant <laughs> bass behind you? So uh, one time I was uh, I went to uh, Cold Coachella. The, I went to Old Cella, the one that had like you know uh, like Paul McCartney and Pink Floyd and The Who and Stones. You know what I mean. I went to that one and I was cooking this big meal and uh, um, I didn't bring like a blanket and we were staying in this like really gross trailer. And so uh, my wife and I went to like the local Walmart and uh, I was like, I like that blanket with the fish on it. So we got that one and that was our blanket for old Chella. And it now blocks the sun when I'm doing zooms because it, it like totally washes off the thing. <laughs> Where'd your love of music come from? Um, I don't know. You know, it's funny. Like my uh, my parents like weren't super musical. Like nobody played instruments, and I just like I don't know. I was born in Detroit, so maybe I just got sold. You know what I mean? Like I just love music. It's always been a huge part of my life. Uh, I played you know piano since I was a little kid, and then. Uh, I started playing bass in college and, um, you know, eventually picked up drums too. And so I do a lot of percussion and, uh, yeah, it's just like, I think chefs, musicians, uh, carpenters, I think we all sort of share this need, right. To, to express ourselves, you know, with our hands, you know? Yeah. I'm right. thinking about Billy. I know. I don't know if you're thinking this, Mikey. A. I'm not certain if you're thinking Probably this. Probably not. Well, I'm thinking about having Duff, Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler's wife uh, perform together. Okay, <laughs> you like that, Mikey? A. You do that. It's a good idea. Austin Eckler's wife plays the drums. Austin plays guitar. Uh, would you be interested in forming a band with the Ecklers? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what would we, we do? I, like what we do? Like uh, like I've I've always wanted to be in a Sabbath cover band. Really? Mm. Yeah. I, I think, think they do original stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. When you think Baker, think you that. don't you don't think Black Sabbath, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh man. Sabbath, like, you know, those guys are that's like Sabbath. Like Ozzy's great, right? Ozzy, right. you know, later Ozzy and stuff is great, but you know, nothing nothing hits like Sabbath. You know? You like the Grateful <laughs> Dead, don't you, Duff? 
I like a couple of songs. Okay, just a couple. Yeah, okay. yeah, just know. a couple. So, yeah, I'm not like a huge. I went to a dead show when I was in high school. Nice. At uh, yeah, I went to it was at um, uh, in DC at the R at the yeah was it RFK, RFK or, Stadium? Yeah, yeah, RFK Stadium. Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah, so yeah. I'm there. It was cool. It was fun. I don't remember much of it. Uh, but, you're not supposed to, you know, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to. But like, I, I, the dead, like, I don't know. I don't like, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, there's some great songs, right? Yes. Some really great songs. And like, right. just them as sort of like American musical mythology, they're, you know, a pretty important band for just the, the shape of rock and roll as we know it today. But as far as like, oh man, I love the dead. Like, yeah, there's some great songs, right? There's some really Fire on the Mountain's a great song, you yeah. know, but like I don't know. Yeah, like you don't get it. Better. Let yeah. me explain it to you. You take LSD, okay. you go and you yeah. sit there and you jam out for three and a half hours. That's what right. it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've done all that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all that. <laughs> ahead, you can catch I, I like the instructions. <laughs> You can catch Duff mentoring the next generation of bakers on Food Network's Kids Baking Championship. Duff, are kids easier or harder to work with than adults? Um, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's funny. I it's like when Food Network first came to me, they were like, "Hey, you know, we got this show. It's going to be you know kids baking, and we want you to like be the host mentor." And I was like, "Have you met me? Like, you're going to let me around children? Like, that's crazy." And uh, they were like, yeah, you'll be great at it. You're kind of a big kid. I was like, you're right. So I went and I did it. And I'd never worked with kids before. So as I'm, you know, hanging out with these kids, I was like, I have no idea what what the proper way to sort of like, you know, communicate with kids is. So I'll just talk to them like I talk to everybody else. <laughs> and it worked. They, <laughs> they really respond to it. You know, I find that like when you, coddle them a little bit when you act like you're expecting them to cry they'll cry but when you when you act like you expect them to like let's go we got it we got a cake to bake here they they respond you know and so i think um i don't know adults are funny like it's one of the things that's funny like the difference between kids and adults is when you're judging them right and you're sort of like you know telling them like okay i ate your brownie and here's what i think and you start telling them what you think and with adults you could see them just sort of like, you know, <laughs> they're not listening. Uh, they, they, there's a soundtrack in their head. It's just like, shut up. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. You know, stupid culinary judge guy. You know, whatever. Like, you can see it in their eyes. Right. It's like completely checked out. With kids, when you're telling them, like, okay, this is what I thought about your brownie, and you're telling them what's wrong with it, they listen because they want to make a better brownie. You know, I find that kids are really receptive. You know, the adults are just like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> you also have to be gentler with a kid, though, right? You have to be, correct? I mean, I, I'm i like, I, yes. I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, you know, totally just lay into them. But also, uh, you know, I don't I don't pull any punches, too. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of tell them, like, tell it like it is, you know. And they're happy to hear it, you know. I'm not mean, you know, by any stretch, but also, but I'm honest. I'm honest. Dove, you're you're usually nice. I watch the show. You're usually a little too nice. Do you ever mm. just want to be like, this is garbage, this is <laughs> yeah. trash, and honestly, maybe you should consider a career in sports. Like <laughs> baking it. isn't for you. Uh, Pushing kids into like maybe yeah. you should. Hey kid, try your to be brownie sucks. <laughs> Go play football. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you ever thought about playing guitar? <laughs> this is not your thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, like, what are you going to do? You have a ten-year-old. It's like you know, staring at you, and you're eating their brownie, and they know that you're going to say something bad about it. Like it's so hard, right? It's so hard. But you got to be honest. You know what I mean? And then you know, I find it like if you're if you're open and honest, but you're kind, they respond. You know, but yeah, you know, I don't want to. I also have a you know I have a daughter now she's three and like mm. I tell you uh, this show has been great for like teaching me dad stuff right <laughs> <You know? laughs> what have you learned <laughs> what have you learned Duff <laughs> like some of the time like one of the things I've learned is like like you you have to sort of like ignore a little bit of the emotion you know what I mean like something like if a kid's crying right like I my technique for sort of dealing with a kid is like I'll walk in and they're crying I'm like okay. Stop crying. What's wrong? And they'll like stop crying and they'll tell me what's wrong. Like, okay, this is how we're going to fix it. And we get through it and we fix it. And you see that they like, I mean, if they burn themselves and they're crying, it's like, okay, we need to handle this. Right. But if it's just sort of like, I'm making brownies, I don't know what's happening. Everything is, you know, on fire. This is a mess. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, all right, let's, let's, you know, let's eat this whale one bite at a time to figure out how to get you back on track. You know, where'd your love of baking come from? Uh, well, I, uh, funny, I, I wanted, uh, so back up, I was 14 and I was a graffiti artist and I couldn't really like ask my parents for money for spray paint. So I got a job at McDonald's and that was kind of my first, you know, that was my first like, you know, real job. And, uh, you know, I needed money for spray paint. And so I, uh, that kind of became my thing. I just, I worked in restaurants, you know, all through high school. I did like greasy spoons. I worked at a pizza joint, uh, worked at like a bunch of other, uh, fast food places. And then when I got to college, I was like, all right, look, I want to, uh, I I know I want to be a chef. I want to go to culinary school, but you know, I was, my parents really kind of pushed me to go to undergrad first. So I went to undergrad in Baltimore We've established that. And then uh, I went to the really, there was a really nice restaurant in town called Savannah. The chef's name is Cindy Wolf. She has a restaurant now called Charleston, which is absolutely incredible. But really, like she is, you know, like still hands down the best chef I ever worked for. And I got there and I was like, look, I want to cook. You know, I want to be a chef. And so I want to cook in your restaurant. And she's like, you know, you don't know how to cook. And I like, pulled out my resume and I was like, I can make I worked at Big McDonald's Macs in a minute. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't serve Big Macs, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, she was like, look, I tell you what, like I need someone to bake cornbread and biscuits. And, uh, you know, you can come in do that a couple times a week and, you know, you can kind of be in the kitchen and sort of learn just by sort of seeing what they're doing. I will teach you how to do this thing. And I was like, baking, that's like a job. You know, and so uh, so I started doing it and I realized a few things. I realized, like, you know, when you're doing the same thing over and over again every single day, you just get good at it. But you also like you analyze it, you think about it. And I noticed like little changes that I would make if I like mixed the cornbread batter the day before. So then I had it ready for myself. When I got in the next day, I noticed changes. It wouldn't rise as high. Um, if I preheat the pans that I bake the cornbread in, I notice it like it gets this little crust on the outside and they're so much more delicious. Uh, you know, just stuff like that that I really started kind of figuring out. 
And I realized that like, I loved it. I, I was a philosophy major, you know, I was like, I, this is, you know, it was very like uh, cerebral and uh, contemplative. And I just, I, I really enjoyed it. The other thing I realized was, uh, you know, my station was here. And then right on the other side was the line where all the guys are cooking and sauteing and grilling and stuff. And like all night long, these guys are sweating and there's fire and they're like cutting themselves and the chef's yelling at them and the servers are yelling at them. And I'm over here like making cornbread, like having a coffee, like talking to the servers, you know. And I was like, I don't want that job. I want this job. This job's so much better. So, yeah, I kind of that's where I sort of got into baking. And then when I went to culinary school, uh, I studied just baking and pastry. Got it. Uh, Duff, I got to tell you what I would not give for a Duff Goldman pot brownie. Okay. Mm. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, the regular ones are pretty good. Right. No, yeah, yeah but the pot yeah. ones. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I do live in Los Angeles. Uh, check him out, Duff Goldman on the Food Network, the Kids Baking Championship. Also, uh, and I'm interested in this because Charm City uh, Cakes is your first bakery, right, in Baltimore. Uh, yeah. What was that feeling like when you opened that up? What was that feeling like for you, Duff? Oh, man, it's it, one of the scariest things. Really? I, oh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Just running your own business day to day like it's it's daunting, right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to I got to make I had to sell cakes or I can't pay rent. I can't pay payroll. I can't. You know what I mean? Like it was tough. I remember the I was I was working as a personal chef for a family. And right before I, I opened the bakery. And um, I remember like my last day, you know, I was working and I, you know, got my check and I was like, cool, you know, nice to meet you guys. Yeah. And, and I left. And that next day I woke up and I had nothing to do. You know, I mean, I had a lot to do, but like I had no, nobody, I didn't have to be anywhere. Nobody was telling me what to like. I literally was like, that's it. I have to now create something, you know, and that's scary, you know? Yeah. That was scary, especially because I don't. I know nothing about running a business. Sure, I'm terrible at it. Right? No, hey. I don't. Oh, you still I, don't? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got people that are really good at running. I'm good at starting them, and I'm good at like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an idea guy, right? I'm a, you know I'm a creative. Right. <laughs> but like, man, when it comes to like dotting the eyes and crossing the T's, man, I'm I'm terrible at it. Duff, you know what makes people feel better after a bad day, a bad time in their life, a bad game? It's baked goods. So I'm wondering, oh, yeah. have you sent anything to anyone on the Baltimore Ravens today just to soothe them? Uh, well, I did. Uh, I sent a text to uh, – uh, so um, Less delicious. Less delicious. But, well – Depends on the text. Yeah, let me tell you the story. So uh, I'm friends with Ronnie Stanley. And um, he was over at my house. Uh, he actually he has a place in Malibu, and I'm not too far from there. And so he came over for tacos, and we're hanging out. And he was telling me about this amazing uh, Peking duck place that he found in San Gabriel. And he's like, "When the season's over, you know, uh, when I come back, we're going out for Peking duck." And I was like, "That's great, but I don't I don't want to get Peking duck until at least March." And he was like, me neither, you know. So, you know, the game happened yesterday. And so this morning I texted Ronnie just a picture of a plate of Peking duck because it was like, hey, now that the season's over, <laughs> let's go get some duck, you know. And uh, he, he wrote back. He's like, that actually makes me feel a little better. And, yeah, so that was, that was what I sent. <laughs>
Uh, tell I us sent about him some the- cupcakes. Like the, I, I sent the whole team, the whole facility, the whole organization. I sent them all cupcakes and cake jars like three weeks ago, and I was like, "Let's go get them, guys." Here's cupcakes. <laughs> well, it didn't work though. I mean, <laughs> it got him this far. You know, it got him to the championship game. Talking to you guys. Wait, no, 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 Duff. Real, real quick, hold on a second, because I, I'm wondering how does this work for you? Okay, so the Ravens lost to the Chiefs. The Chiefs now play the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Are you rooting for the team that beat you so you could say you lost to the Super Bowl champs, or are you tired of the Chiefs and you want them to lose? Well, uh, it's it actually goes deeper than that. Um, Hmm. I, uh, not to get, you know, I'm I don't want to get into any kind of sort of like deep stuff here, but I have a terrible relationship with my father, right? He's, we just, we're not, you know, and he is a die hard. He was born in Kansas city, Missouri. He is a die hard chiefs fan and it stings extra that the chiefs beat the Ravens. And I'm going to laugh when the Niners beat the Chiefs. I'm going to be so happy <laughs> that I know that it's causing my dad anguish. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna ask you what you made of the Chiefs taking Justin Tucker's kicking tee before the game, but this took a dark turn. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. That's, like, that's just gamesmanship. But, yeah, when, it, when I could, you know, really, you know, yeah. that's, that's uh, how I feel about the Chiefs. <laughs> Uh, tell people about the kids baking championship on the food network on the way out here. Oh man. So I tell you, uh, kids baking championship is really incredible because these kids are doing things at 10 and 11 years old that I didn't learn till I was probably 30, you know, I mean like really advanced pastry stuff and you know, YouTube, right. They're watching YouTube but they're really good at it and they really understand like the principles behind it. When I was 11 years old, I had some GI Joes and like a rock. You know what I mean? These kids, it is amazing. What just not only what they come up with and their amount of knowledge, but also their creativity and just sort of like how they think about these ridiculous challenges that we throw at them. You know, it's really, it's, it's, like for me, just as a fan, it's fun to watch. Like I get to be in the room and watch it happen, and it's really cool. It's really awesome. It seems like uh, you're happy. You're living a good life. Uh, you're living a life that, quite frankly, I think all three of us are jealous of. Uh, so continued success to you. And uh, I listen. I have two ideas: Christine Lisi and ESPN Sports Center anchor Jess and Golick with a Bake Off with Duff. I'm thinking that, and also Goldman and the sure. Ecklers. We're going to form a band. Okay. I love it. I love okay. it. We don't have to. When you talk to him, we, it doesn't have to be Sabbath covers. Okay. <laughs> I don't think okay. he knows who Black Sabbath I, is. <laughs> I think he would actually be into that. He likes rock. I think he might be yeah. into that. Really? Yeah. 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 I tried to get him into the dead, and he had the same reaction you did. He just yeah. doesn't get like, it. <laughs> it's just, like, there's some good songs, but, like, I, like oh, the, the solo in 1978 in Copenhagen, and, oh, it's amazing. You know, it's just, like, That was a really? good show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Duff, we really enjoyed this. I'd like to have you on again. I'm serious. I want to try these two ideas out with you if we, if we can make it happen. I'd love to. I think okay. that'd be great. All right. Cool. And good, luck, good luck making your dad miserable, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> he I'm, said it, so not me. I'm doing great. <laughs> All right, Duff. We appreciate it, man. We're sorry about your Ravens, but uh, continue uh, success, my friend. You're a good man. Thanks, guys. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Who am I talking to? You are talking to me, Stugatz. That's my name. Dugatz? Stugatz. Dugatz? Who's Dugatz? <laughs> I'm Stugatz. Two guys? Stu- S-T-U. You said two guys? Or do- what? Stugatz. My name is Stugatz. This is, I love this. My name is Stugatz, yeah. Flav. Okay. S-T-U, like Stu. And the gentleman who will be joining me in just a second is his name is Billy Gill. Okay, so so we got Stu and Billy. Stu and Billy, there you go. Stugatz. I grew up fairly Stugatz. close to you, Flavor Flavor. Stugatz is a German name. I grew up in Port Washington, Long Island, man, close to you, Freeport, Roosevelt. Yo, you from Freeport? You from you, you from Long Island, bro? Yeah, from Long Island, man. Long Island, we keep you smiling, but that's where we be wilding. I didn't know he was from Freeport. I grew up in Mineola. Yo! Yo! You grew up in Mineola? Mineola. Yeah. Hey, yo, I used to be the head chef. I used to be the head chef at the at the, at the the courthouse right there on the corner of Franklin Avenue and, yeah. and Old Country Road. Yeah. I used to be the chef there, you know what I'm saying? Plus, besides, you know, uh, you know, that's why I used to go to court at. <laughs> Wait, Flav, you were a chef? Yeah, that's right. I'm a sh- that's right. I'm a chef, bro. I got my I got my chef, I-, I got my cooking degree in 1978. Wow, man. What's uh what's the go-to thing for you to cook? Like if I asked you, hey, Flav, let's uh, sit down, have dinner, you're gonna cook, you're gonna make me a meal. What are you making if you're trying to impress me? Whatever you want. Come on, Flav. <laughs> Whatever you want, bro. Hey, yo, check this out. My my course was institutional cooking. What institutional cooking is, is like making pans of rice pilaf, fettuccine alfredo, crepe suzettes for like 400 people at one time. That's institutional cooking. So that's the type of that's the type of degree that I got the certificate that I got in 1978. But I did have a few restaurants, though, a couple of flavor flavors, fried chicken restaurants. You know what I mean? In the whole nine of my day. You know what I mean? So I do it all, bro. So whatever y'all need, man, you know what I'm saying? Fruit soup, peanut butter soup. What? <laughs> What's the trick to good fried chicken? The trick to good fried chicken is you got to. Wash and clean the chicken first. Then you season it. And after you season it, then you put it through the flour and you fry it. That's the trick. Flav, how does a uh, how does a guy who was born on Long Island in Roosevelt, grew up in Freeport, how did that guy become a Lions fan? Well, you know, I've got a girlfriend that lives in Detroit. Okay. You know, so yep. I've been going in and out of Detroit for the past seven years right now. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people have been seeing me in Detroit for the past seven years. So 
I practically damn near live in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. the whole nine. So I rep I, I rep Detroit big time. Plus, I always loved the Lions anyway. Barry Sanders was always one of my favorite running backs. Plus, you avoided being a Jets fan, which is very smart of you. I mean. Hey, yo, no. I favor all of my New York teams. Okay. All of my New York teams I favor. I favor the Giants. I favor the Jets. I favor the Knicks. I favor the Nets. I favor the Yankees. I favor the Mets. Come on now. I favor the Islanders. I right. favor the Bills. Yeah. I, um, come on. Let's go. Let's I mean, go. You're going all the way I up to Buffalo. The Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I, favor the, I favor New York Liberty. Right. All of my New York teams I favor. Yeah, but Flav, you, you know can't do I'm that, saying? man. Flav, you can't do that. You know this, Flav. You have to choose one. You can't be a fan of both the Jets and the Giants. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Yes, because you know you're Flav, right. Yes, I can. Right. I'm the only one that can do that. And the reason why, <laughs> because on the Jets and the Giants, a lot of those players are Flavor Flames fans. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you, you did. Well, listen, you're Flavor Flav. I'm not. You can do whatever the f*** you want. You're right. I apologize to you, sir. <laughs> I am everywhere, man. I am everywhere, man. Uh, did you enjoy? You were watching the game, I think, in Detroit, right? Uh, in yeah. The, yeah, did you enjoy yeah, that? Did yeah. you have fun during that experience? Yeah, I really, really did, man. He, even though the team wasn't there, but they had the big screens there. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but they even put me on the big screen, and the doggone place went crazy. But they sold a lot of tickets, though. And not only that, but this is the first time in a whole bunch of years that the Lions has ever went that far. So, hey, listen, even though the Lions lost, but I still – Congratulate and you know the the, the um I, I still congratulate the Lions, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For going that far. Yep. How much were you talking at halftime though? You guys, the Lions were up big. You're there. You're getting the Lions fans all excited. How much oh, was Flavor Flav talking at? Halftime? Going bad. <laughs> um, honestly, I was talking a whole bunch of sugar honey iced tea mm-hmm. all right and the reason why is because I, I i really thought the lions were going to the super bowl and i was like yo lions going to the super bowl that sorry 49ers y'all are out of here i was talking mad mm. <laughs> but hey listen happens man yeah Flav, uh, i'm gonna say it i don't care i love you man i, I don't know. care if you if you say it back but i love you okay <laughs> I love and I love you too, bro. That's real talk. Thank you. Long Island, man. Strong Island. Yeah. Strong Island. That's where we wildin', but right. we will keep your ass smiling. That's right. Uh Billy, did you Freeport, know Court Roosevelt? Don't forget I grew up in Roosevelt. And when I was in Roosevelt High School, Eddie Murphy was in my ninth grade English class. Really? Really? And if I told you then uh-huh. that Eddie Murphy would turn into what he turned into, you would have told me what? I would have been like, man, you crazy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ain't going to be no big star like that. But you know what? He ended up being a big star like that, and I'm so proud of him, man. You know what I'm saying? He he really did his thing. Once he got on Saturday Night Live, he never returned off of TV, man. So big ups to my boy, Eddie Murphy, man. I'm so proud of him, man. I feel like your English teacher deserves a raise, created two of the greatest writers of our time. I mean, different, you know, one a comedy writer, one's a musician, but two great writers from that English class. 
Yeah, man. I'm so I I think Miss Muckle is proud of us, but that's if she's still living. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna look up Miss uh, Muckle right now. All right, Billy's looking it up. All right, Billy's looking it up. Perhaps we'll, there'll be a reunion at some point. Yeah, next okay. week you, Miss Muckle, and Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy. Okay, can we get that done, Flav? Okay. Yo, let's try it. Let's put it together, man. Where <laughs> up? We, we, we can try. All right. So you were talking. At halftime, and rightfully so, the Lions were up. You thought they were going to the Super Bowl. So take us through the second half for you, Flav, okay? What are you thinking? The emotional roller coaster? Are you getting mad at Dan Campbell for not kicking field goals? What the hell was going on, Flav? Hey, yo, man, I ain't going to lie, man, but the thing that was really going through my mind was the, the quarterback, man, started overthrowing the, the tight ends. And not only that, but the quarterback was running – doing running plays at the wrong time when he should have been passing. You know what I'm saying? The defense started getting weak at halftime. You know what I'm saying? On that second half. I mean, I ain't going to lie. They put their all and all into it. You know what I'm saying? In the whole mm-hmm. nine. I mean, hey, look, listen, man. Lions did a good job, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew for a fact. I knew for a fact that the Lions wasn't going to win on that fourth quarter. When it came down to the fourth quarter and everything, everything was tight. And it was like maybe a three-point game, but San Francisco had the ball. And they were running that clock out. When they ran that clock out, I said, goodbye, Lions. (laughs) Next year, I think the Lions could go even further, man. I think Mm -hmm. they might make it to the Super Bowl next year. If they played as well as they did this year, Mm because the Lions kicked ass this year, bro. You can't front. And not only that, you see what I'm wearing? Yeah. Yeah, you know this shirt cost me? This shirt right here? How much? Cost me $750. What? What? Damn. It's vintage. This is vintage, G. Is it made out of real lion? Huh? (laughs) Is it made out of real lion? Um... Yeah, half line and half shirt. Jeez, imagine <laughs> if it was a full line, how much it would cost. Seven fifty, Flav. What's the most expensive thing you're wearing right now? Probably this. Oh, all right. So one of the watches you have on. How much is that watch? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> the watch. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, then, and then also this. Okay, what is that? This SHA. This stands for strong arm, mm. and. I know y'all know the rapper Flowrider. Yeah, of yep. course. Yeah. Me and Flowrider, yeah, we the best of friends, man. This is his management company, you know? And and, and Flowrider, Flowrider's manager gave me this piece off of his neck. You know what I'm saying? His wow. his manager, Freezy, gave me this piece off of his neck, man, you know? So I'm wearing it proudly, man. Represent my boy Flo and his company. Proud of him. Flav, I don't want to start any problems between you and Eminem, but I kind of feel like you're the Lions fan that's been there a long time, and then all of a sudden the Lions make the playoffs, and then we see Eminem is there, and Eminem's getting all the attention when Flav's been the guy that's been there the whole time. Am I right? Well, check this out. Number one, you can never, 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 ever start anything between Flav and Eminem because Eminem is my favorite rapper of all time. Mm. He's the top dog. Really? You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but he's the best. Can't nobody beat out Eminem. You know? And Eminem still shouts out Flavor Flav in his records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have not been to more Lions games than Eminem. Mm. 
cookbook. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've been in his restaurant too, Mom's Spaghetti, which is some real good, shit, bro. Y'all yeah. need to check that out when y'all go to Detroit. Y'all need to stop by Mom's Spaghetti, man. You know what I'm saying? Did you, Word up. Did you have to? Did you have to wait outside in that line? It's a long line, or did Flavor Flav get to cut the line? Nah, no, I don't wait in line. I cut. All right, he's, very good. He's Flavor Flav. That's what I, mean, I was hoping. Well, I mean. Billy, you missed this part. Flavor Flav was a chef at one point. Yeah. Yeah, you missed that part of the interview. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. he also owned a couple of restaurants out of Long Island. Mm -hmm. And so, to his point, Eminem has been there a lot longer. Flavor Flav actually just showed up seven or eight years ago because he has a girlfriend in Detroit, you know? Yeah. 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 There you go, just like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eminem, Eminem is my boy. You know what I'm saying? I love Eminem, and I'm going to always be one of his biggest fans, so y'all can never, ever start with me and my band. Right. It'll never happen. Never. Just to, just, never. just just for the sake of clarity, Billy was not trying not to do trying that. To. He, that's no. not what Billy does. No. He doesn't stir up trying okay? to, Yeah, avoid okay. it. Uh, what are you doing with Chuck D? This is exciting, man. You get a new single out everywhere, man. Tell us about it. Well... Well, check this out. Being that I've been all over the planet and I'm just moving around so much, my manager has me moving here. She's got me moving there, you know. And Chuck said, yo, we need to do a record about you being everywhere. And sh you know what I'm saying? So Chuck sat down and wrote me a great record called Everywhere Man. Chuck wrote the record. Chuck went to writing and I started reciting. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And my partner gave, gave me a real good Good record, man. You know what I'm saying? So, Flavor Flav, he's everywhere, man. Everywhere. Uh, Flav, uh, perhaps we can't start beef with Eminem, and we're not trying to, but, but Taylor Swift, a little tired of that? I mean, what do you think? Tired of just the whole thing? Well, what about Taylor? I'm a big fan of Taylor. Okay, man. I'm not trying. I'm just asking you. I'm glad. Hey, I'm hey, a big fan hey, as well. Check this out. Check this out. When you when you talk about Taylor Swift, the Flavor Flav, number yep. one, I am her most iconic fan that she has. You know what I'm saying? Really? Not only sure. that, but her fan base embraced me, and they gave me a brand new name. You know what that name is? What? King Swifty. Oh wow! Wow! wow. I I wasn't trying. I am so happy to hear well, that. Flav, man. you you went hey, to hey, you, hey, you hey, went. Hey, check this out. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav is a Swifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I love right. It. I'm a Swifty. I love it. Y'all see this? There it is, a guitar pick. Oh wow, yeah, guitar pick. <laughs> yeah, with with oh know, with Taylor. Taylor's yeah, face on it. she gave that to yeah. you. So I keep these. I keep these in my. I keep this stuff on me for just in case that I run across my fellow Swifties in the street while I'm walking <laughs> through the airports and all of that stuff. Right. Yo, uh -huh. man, I keep a bracelet to trade and. Sh you know, a guitar pick to give away to the Swifties. You know what I'm saying? But I love her music. I love her lyrics. Her lyrics, yo, she keeps it real with, with people, man. She keeps it real with her fans. She writes about a lot of her, you know, experiences that she goes through life. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and a lot of us can relate to that. You know, so big up to Taylor Swift. I'm proud that she's got... My man Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying, in the whole nine, and I hope that they, they last for a real long time, or forever. You went to her shows, right, and you were, like, exchanging braces with the fans and the Swifties there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. And, and, and I ain't going to lie, not only did I go to two of her shows, but I also went to her movie premiere. Oh, Wow. <laughs> And being at and being at her movie premiere, honestly, it's just like being at the damn concert. <laughs> the only thing is get better shots of her. You know what I'm saying?
better yeah. shots and shit, but but it's just like being at the concert, man. man. And I ain't gonna lie, but I don't know no other musical artists that can draw enough fans to their concert to where that shit hits the f***ing rector scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor Swift hit the record, record scale with her fans, bro, up in Washington State. Come on, man. Yep. Uh, you're right, Flav. Yep. Have you one met- of the greatest artists of our time, man. One of the greatest artists of our time, and I'm proud of her. You're right. Uh, have you met Taylor Swift? I, I, I met her. The first time I met Taylor Swift, I asked her for 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 a selfie. Oh. So here I am taking a selfie, and she snatched the phone out of my hand and said, no, here, you do it like this. And she's the one that took the selfie of me and her. Wow, it's all about yeah. angles. Uh, and I see I, I see, she had a, a great deal of respect for me. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. the whole nine. So pickups go to Taylor, man. Everything that she's nominated for, she, she wins. All right, Flav, I don't want to do this to you, but rate these artists Eminem, Taylor Swift, Flo Rida. You want them to rank? Yeah, rank these rank these artists. Mm-hmm. All of them. All three of them. <laughs> Check this out. All three of them, right? From one to ten, I give each one of them a 20. Wow. I love that. If I ask you who's going to win the Super Bowl, are you going to tell me both teams? I mean, what are we going to do here? No. Nope. Nope, I sure won't. Because okay. only one can win. That's true. That's true. You're right. Only one can You're win. Right. You're and right. let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are my two favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Hmm. Now, they were going head to head. Only one of them could win. That's right. So Lamar Jackson lost out. So now I only got one in there that left, and that's Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is getting ready to get another ring, just like he did last year. And once they won the Super Bowl last year, he went straight from the field to Disney World with mm-hmm. his family. I love it. You, yeah. you're, you're fantastic. I enjoyed this thoroughly. I'm thinking we do it again next week, a Super Bowl preview, okay? We have you on, as Billy mentioned, English teacher, Eddie Murphy, and you, all right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's need- make it happen. I'm here. Yeah. Flowrider, too. Hey, Flowrider. All y'all got to do, all y'all got to do is just give me the ball and watch Flav score. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we did, right? Trying, we just handed you yeah. the ball and we watched you score. I mean, Flav, yes. Flav are, you he- are you headed out to the <laughs> Super Bowl? Look at his smile. I love him. Are you headed out to the Super Bowl this year? Well, I live I live in Las Vegas. You know oh. what I'm saying? I don't have tickets to the actual Super Bowl. Right. But I will be hosting a couple of Super Bowl parties and... um. Hey, if somebody is nice enough to give me some tickets to the Super Bowl, hey, later for the watch parties, I'm going to the Super Bowl, baby. I was was thinking maybe you head out to Radio Row. We hang out with you a little bit. talk some. Come on, let's go. Let's do that. Let's Let's do it. I'll come to Radio Row. Y'all let me know where y'all going to be at, and I'll come hang out with y'all. We're going to be at the DraftKings stage. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, we want to have you on, okay, man? This is exciting. Let's go. I'm, I'm all in. And if I need a place to stay, I can crash at your place. Is that is that cool? Okay, I got I got five rooms at my crib. Oh, that's awesome! Oh my god, yeah, we're trying to make it oh to Gronk god. Beach, but they want us out by Friday. But Gronk Beach is on Saturday, so we're looking for a place to crash Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Austin Eckler is not really going to invite us. No, you know. No. Hey, 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 at least you, at least if you stay at my crib, you ain't got to worry about checkout. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Flav, I'm going to take you up on this offer. We're coming to your house, okay? 
Hey, like like my boy Bob Barker said, come on down. <laughs> uh, Flav, we host. You're the greatest hype man of all time. Okay, you really are. Uh, and we host a show called God Bless Football. And I'm wondering, off the top of your head. If you could do some sort of hype, okay? Just hype up the show. It's called God Bless Football. Do it in Flavor Flav style if you can, okay? Hey, yo, check this out in the place to be. Rocking from the bottom to the T.O.P. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yes, y'all. Come on, y'all. God Bless Football. Let's go. Yeah! So excited. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a new intro. Uh, Flav, you are fantastic. Again, check out his new single with Chuck D. Everywhere, man. Uh, Flavor Flav, thank you so much for joining us, for giving us uh, giving us your time and entertaining us, man. You're fantastic. We appreciate it. Hey, yo, let me tell you something about that fantastic. Before I go, I got to tell you all something about fantastic. Are you ready for this? Yes. I clean my sneakers with fantastic. This <laughs> Works, I swear to God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Really? Jeez. <laughs> right, so fantastic on your sneakers. I'm telling you, G, this works, G. But let me tell you something. You guys are fantastic too, man. Thanks for having me on your show, man. And I'm honored to be be on your show, man. I'd be more than glad to come back on again. All right. We're honored to have you, sir. We'll see you out in Las Vegas. We're gonna make this happen, okay? All right, you got it, guys. Right. You're holding down. Prosperous 2024, guys. All right. I'm going to try to get you an endorsement deal with Fantastic. You deserve it after that. Wow. Yeah. Man, word up, man. Hey, 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 you sound like a great spokesman. Come on, let's go. (laughs) I'm going to work on it, Flav, okay? Uh, You do that for me. (laughs) All right, man. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? That's a great question. I didn't know. Mikey, did you know? No idea. Mm. Listeners, Mm. did you know? I mean, who knew? How could you know? Fuentes, did you know? I don't even know where I am. What's happening? Right. Anyone who says they knew, they didn't. Uh, they're lying. No one right. knew. Yeah. No one knew. They didn't. I mean, the uh, this is the rare episode, Stugatz, in the history of God Bless Football that, well, I guess we're not including Monday Hangover, but this is the rare episode in the history of God Bless Football that does not feature a Golic or a Sims. You're right. I think that every episode that we've put out, for the most part, except Monday Hangover, has had a Golic or a Sims on it. Even if it's not senior, junior will be on it. There's always a Golic, and then there's a Sims. But just Chris, never Phil. Never Phil. Right. Always Chris, yeah. It's odd that we haven't had Phil on, isn't it? I mean, Chris has been doing this for three years with us. Yeah, and we always promise that it's going to happen, and he says, yeah, he'd love to do it, and then it never happens. And Right. It's almost like on purpose. It like almost would seem like he's lying to us yeah. about wanting to get his dad on with us. Well, I asked Phil to come yeah. on with us once, and he said, uh, I know you and my son are up to no good, so yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I do like the idea that he thinks that you guys are like these uh, these teenagers that are up to tricks and Tom Schuller. <laughs> no, you kids are up to no good. Well, that's how big f***er is. I mean. Yeah. I'm glad you got that curse in there. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Seems completely unnecessary. <laughs> That's a nickname, man. It's it's come to my realization, Stugatz, and, and yes. I really I realized it last week right. when I was uh, mm-hmm. like going through like the final edit or whatever for Goblet's football. Yep. So uh, I don't think we're gonna have Chris on this week just because we're gonna talk to him next week in person, and you know whatever we're not gonna preview the game twice with him. We'll give him a week off because he does a lot for us. Should right? We try to get Phil. No, not what I was thinking, but I was okay. gonna say. I think it's going to be when I see him at Radio Road like a solid month since I spoke to him last just because of scheduling. Like they keep 
double booking us and doing. He's his not thing happy I about it. I, I'm not happy about it. I know you actually enjoy the segment. You enjoy the banter back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. You are packing your red sweatshirt though, right? I was thinking Billy, of you getting. I was thinking of getting one. You for have him. to. You know, you have to get one for him. him, and you have to wear yours the day that he is joining us. All right, right? so here are, the, here, here are the things headed into the Super Bowl next week that I'm stressing. Well, a number of things, but one is we're going to be there a week, and it's cold for us. It's cold for me, mm -hmm. the temperature that we're going to go into. So, like, I don't think everything's going to fit in a carry-on. So I'm going to now, am I checking a bag? Like, that's kind of like a thing that I'm stressing a little bit. And then... It's. I wanted to to take a red sweatshirt, like a red Marlins hoodie for Chris, but I need to track one down in his size, and I need to get it in like two days. So that's going to be a little bit of, of a challenge. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. You okay there? Yeah. And then I also wanted to give Peter King the uh, the thing that you use to clean like bottles and uh, and cups. Oh yeah, you promised dishes. him that. Yes. Well, we right. said we'd give it to him for his birthday, but I well, was going to I was said I was I I thought, you know what, what better surprise than to give it to him a radio row. And a number of things have gone through my mind on that. One, am I going to waste valuable luggage space carrying that in my luggage? Two, how do I get that through security at the convention center? So, that's still one question that I'm not 100% certain on. Then one workaround that I was thinking is, what if when I get to Las Vegas, I just Amazon Prime it and have it come to my hotel? Hmm. And then I just take it in that way, and then I'm not wasting space in my luggage. Hmm. But then also, am I going to be that guy that's just walking around Radio Row handing out weird gifts to people? Because that's strange, especially since they both work together at NBC Sports. Like, every day I'm going to show up at NBC Sports just with weird gifts to give on-air talent. Like, yeah. the NBC Sports, we're going to be like, who is this guy, and what is going on here? How did he get in here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so much? I don't know. There's a, there's a bug on my microphone. You see this thing? Uh, the, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it flew off my hat right into your nose. It did. Is, that what, on the mic. is that what yes. made me like make that noise? Because <laughs> yeah. something went in my nose and I was like choked up. Yeah. And now there's a bug, and it must have been that. Uh, you guys are with me, Fuentes, Mikey A. Like, just pack a suitcase and let's go. I mean, that's it. What are you doing? Why are you worrying? There's a lot. <laughs> We're going to Super Bowl. So much thinking. Dude. We're going to Vegas, dude. The, like, the Amazon idea is probably pack. the best one, to be honest. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just send I mean, it to the hotel. And then lots Billy. to pack, though. <laughs> Billy, and, and lots whatever of unpack. you pack is empty space coming back for things that you're going to bring back for people. That's another thing is sometimes I need to get a bigger suitcase because I'm a sucker that when I go, I'm like, oh, I need to get something for my daughters. And, oh, I'm going to get something for my wife. But then if my mother-in-law is there, then let me get her like a magnet because she'll be there. But if my parents pick me up, I should have things for them. And then like I end up coming back with gifts for like 40 people. And I need like almost another suitcase for that. Or then like you have the big Super Bowl bag. And then I use that as like my, I push it then like on the airplane where you have like the carry on bag that you can have, but you can also have a personal item. So then what I do is I get like the biggest bag possible for my personal item. And then I have to stop at the Hudson uh, Express or whatever it's called. What's Hudson, it called? Hudson, Hudson News. News. Yeah, I stop at Hudson News and I always have to get a bottle of water. But I get the biggest possible bottle of water just in case they're out of water on the airplane. And then if there's a connecting flight, which there isn't, luckily, at at least for now. Directy? Yeah. Nice. But yeah, but it's an overnighter. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, red eye. <laughs> it is. And and I actually, because like I'm not a big, I'm not a big flyer. I'm not a big like. Right. 
whatever. So they planned it for us. There we go. And then I realized when I booked it, I accidentally, it's weird when you take off one day and land the next day, the way that the airlines like presents it is quite confusing or at least was confusing for me. Right. So originally they had me coming back on Sunday because that's when I still believe like, we're going to do Gronk Beach. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, which I still haven't given up on, even though we're very close and I'm going to have to change my flight again, mm-hmm. but I haven't given up on that yet. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I had to switch it back from Sunday because they're like, you're going to pay out of pocket. I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay an extra two nights of a hotel to come back on Sunday because I was hoping to cover the game. And then they told us you're not doing that either. And I was like, okay, well then I'm coming back on Friday because I'm not going to be paying for a hotel. Stay at Flav's house. I might, I may do that. He offered. He yeah. did offer. Could yeah. you imagine if I showed up with like my roll-on thing and I'm yeah. like, "Hey, Flav, I'm here. Yeah. Just you know, stay tomorrow." I feel like if I offer him Gronk Beach with me, then we're golden. Oh, Gronk right? Beach would love to have Flav. I Are think, you kidding me? I think Gronk Beach would love to, and then yes. maybe that's the exchange. Is I stay at Flav's house in exchange for getting him in. Not that he needs me to get in, but still. Right. So, anyways, back to the flights. Oh, geez. So I switched my flight back, and then I realized I changed my flight to leave because I put for Friday. Right. And I realized when I confirmed everything. Yes. Bug is back. Yeah, when it I confirmed everything, uh-huh. I actually made it for Thursday landing Friday. Oh, so no. then I was leaving a day early. So oh. then I had to change my flight back again. Oh, yeah, it's oh. a whole confusing. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. What are you going to do about the medicine, though? I mean, medicine? I don't know. Didn't you say you had to pack some meds or something like that? Or I did not. I, I heard a lot of pa- packing about uh, a lot of gifts. I didn't hear anything. Oh, yeah. I thought, <laughs> that just what made, are you talking oh, that's about? That's my suitcase. You just stopped yeah. listening. <laughs> God bless football. <laughs> A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.